Hey, welcome to this episode of I Do Not Know Jack about parenting, where today I'm going to be talking about why parents should solely focus on the kids. So the big question is this, how are parents like us, who don't have a manual, who are doing the best we can, who feel as though we aren't enough, how are we going to raise healthy, happy children who we are proud of and still keep our sanity in that process? That's the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Ryan Roy, and welcome to I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, a podcast for parents who are being real with themselves. Hey, welcome back to this episode of I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, where today I'm going to talk about the importance of focusing on the kids and not your relationship as a couple. What? What did I just say? that just focus on the kids. As a matter of fact, it's the opposite of that. Uh, In order to have a healthy relationship and a healthy family and healthy kids, mom and dad must find time for each other um, because, you know, in in a man's world, they say a happy wife uh, equals a happy life. Uh, Last night, my wife and I went out on a, a date night uh, spend some us time together. We we actually went to a couples or a marriage event, and uh, they had uh, dessert and coffee. They had uh, a small concert. Uh, you know, a, a short set of about five songs. Really good. Really engaging. Uh, then they had a a couple who came on who recently wrote a book. And uh, and I th- I think the name of the book we didn't purchase them because uh, we're in a weird season of our life and some of you may understand that where they encourage us to have five dates over fifty days um, and not that we couldn't make time for that it's just with with two little ones and our schedules um, it, it's it's the two of us looked at each other like yeah okay. Uh, but what we did commit as we had dialogue on the way home was that we would commit to our own um, way of doing five dates over the next two months. And that's even after the kids are down, if we just have a bottle of wine and uh, some cheese and fruit and just engage, turn off all uh, electronics, no TV, no nothing, really just her and I uh, is what we committed to. Uh, but they brought us through some exercise and they put three hula hoops on the ground, on the stage. They said, listen, uh, there's these three hula hoops in the world of a relationship. They are uh, your own little world, right? The wife's little, and from my perspective, right? Uh, his and her hula hoop and then a together hula hoop. And they said at the beginning of a relationship, and I imagine a lot of you... Uh, can relate to this when you first got uh, hitched, if you would, when you first met, you kind of jump into the couple's hula hoop and you kind of forget about your own lives. You know, you're, you're going out, all your free time is spent with each other and you just can't wait to see each other on the weekend and uh, I can't wait to call them when I get off of work and vice versa. And, and, and that's they, and they said it's an unhealthy relationship. Then they took the couple and they said, and, and they put the hula hoops close together. They said, put one foot in the relationship circle and one in the, uh, 
your own circle and that's a healthy relationship you need to have time away uh, excuse me <coughs> you need to have time away from the relationship because that's healthy you need to work on yourself as an individual in order for the relationship to grow stronger <coughs> then they said you know, there can be times where you, in extreme situations where you just got to work on yourself. And that's in cases of, say, uh, addictions, uh, drug abuse, uh, alcoholism, uh, maybe some type of depression, uh, going or grieving through some type of loss where you need to go get counseling. It makes sense in order to be good for the relationship that you must step away and work on yourself. See, I don't know a lot about parenting. As a matter of fact, I don't know Jack. But I do know that in order to have a healthy relationship, one must work on themselves first in order to be strong and healthy for another relationship. We can't be reliant on the other person to make us happy. So when I, I, I've always joked uh, that, you know, in order to have a, a happy life you got to have a happy wife and I think when that's implied to men the men think that they have to make the wife happy and I said well if that's the case from that perspective a happy wife equals a miserable husband because we're not focusing on us we're focusing on them and, and one thing I've learned through life and and just my profession as being a, a, a life coach is we can't make somebody else happy. Happiness comes from within. So as these professionals and these authors and speakers were saying last night, uh, we must focus on our own inner strength, our own inner happiness in order to be strong for the marriage. And it's so true that we have to pour into each other. They gave examples of couples who had been together, you know, 18, 20 years, uh, had kids, kids are in and out, uh, in the life and out the life. They focus on those kids and then those kids go off to college or leave the nest and they look at each other and they don't know each other because they've spent so much time focusing on the children. So if you find yourself in that stage of life where it seems like, man, I don't get a lot of time with my spouse, wow. I don't get a lot of time away from the kids, uh, which is a season that my wife and I are in right now. Um, put some dedicated time for each other um, because your children will notice the strain on the relationship, the, the lack of time together uh, comes with a lack of understanding because there's not a lot of time to communicate. Uh, and that tension, that stress comes through in your relationship, which ultimately affects your children. So if I were to say, a lot of time people will say, hey, what is it that you do for a living? I go, first, I'm a husband. I try to pour into my wife. Second, I'm a father. Uh, and because I've poured into my wife, she's pouring into our children, and I get the opportunity to pour into my children. And, and lastly, uh, I am a, a coach, a speaker, an author because at the end of the day if I'm not taking care of her which takes care of uh, our household if I'm not pouring into her and ladies if you're not pouring into your man and, I, and I'll, I'll share this also uh, 
and ladies, I'll finish that thought first and then I'll share the other thought is ladies, if you're not pouring into your man, um, men, unfortunately will go and find someone who will pour into them. We have egos and they must be, uh, catered to. And I'm not saying you need to baby him. I'm not saying you need to dote on him constantly. But what they did say is this. Men and women communicate differently. <laughs> and I don't know jack about parenting. And I sure don't consider myself an expert by any stretch of the imagination on relationships. But this made a lot of sense to me. They said that women through communication and the response to their communication will either grow closer to you or grow further apart. And then they put a couple on a couch and they were sitting next to each other and they gave a scenario where the wife came and was talking about her day and how somebody at work had upset her and the husband's response is, what's the big deal? And then she kind of like looked at him and she moved to the other side of the couch, right? She distanced herself because she didn't feel validated. And ladies out there, as you're listening to this, you're like, oh yeah. Then they asked the gentleman to say this. Honey, I'm so sorry that you had a bad day. And she felt heard. And she snuggled up next to her husband in this scenario. You're either going to get drawn closer or further apart. You just have to put yourself, men, in your wife's shoes. He went on to say, and this is a tactic I tend to use because I don't want to say the wrong thing. And I think a lot of men who make it through many years of marriage use this tactic. Uh, I won't say anything. I'll just listen. Because I don't want to say the wrong thing. I'd rather say nothing. But at least she feels heard. As long as I nod my head up and down. And maybe that's cheating. I don't know. But I know it creates a lot less conflict. Which draws us closer together. That's my own tactic. Because I have been caught saying, what's the big deal? And recognize that that did not serve me. Did that, that did not serve her. Ultimately did not serve our marriage and or our children's perception of what a healthy relationship looks like. Now, ladies that are listening, they said that uh, as men, the way we communicate and receive um, is we either get higher, we feel our self-esteem and our ego gets boosted, or we feel lower. And they put a box on the ground. And this gentleman was standing on the box, and they asked the woman, they gave a scenario of uh, the nursery, because this couple were pregnant and the husband just spent all day long after you picked the colors and you wanted this nursery done four months early as you're starting to nest. Um, he spent the entire day painting the room and he says, Hey babe, the nursery's done. Come check it out. And they asked her to say this. Oh yeah, but look, you missed a spot there and what did you do? Did, did you like paint blindfolded? Because there are so many spots missing and there's actually stuff on the ceiling and on the baseboards. 
and he got off of his high box, right? Because he just spent the entire day. Ladies, I know you think that us men enjoy doing these things around the house. Not all men want to create nurseries. Do we want to create a space that makes our wife happy and our child feel comfortable? Absolutely. But on any given weekend or weekday or whenever time, uh, that is not the top priority on things we would like to do. So when we do these things, we do them to please you. And to get knocked down for that um, doesn't feel good. Now, if those scenarios happen, it wasn't the perfect paint job. No, your husband's probably not a professional painter. So they asked her to create another scenario. And now he's at the bottom of the box or he's not on the box. And they said, tell him that it looks great, even though there's some mistakes. And that, hey, babe, we, we do a couple more rooms. We could probably open a paint company. So she goes, wow, honey, I'm so glad the nursery's done. It looks amazing. We get a couple more rooms like this. We'll gain perfection. We could probably start our own paint company. And he is like feeling really good about himself because he feels as though he's pleased his wife. It's the same scenario, two different ways to approach it. His ego, for lack of a better term, is stroked. And the communication style, you have to understand the communication style, you need to buy into him. We're very simple creatures. So... Notice how in these scenarios, I talked about how pouring into each other. I told you at the beginning, hey, spend all your time pouring into the kids. It's useless as individuals to pour into our children. If our children see a lack of relationship or lack of connection between their parents. Just because you're living under the same roof does, the roof does not mean that your children don't recognize when there's a lack of love, lack of communication, uh, lack of connection. So spend some time. It doesn't have to be a date night. It doesn't need to be a weekend getaway. Just spend some time engaging. The last tip I'll give you, and they suggested we do this. Uh, they said that you could take two perfect strangers off the street and have them stare into each other's eyes for four minutes. Very awkward scenario. Uh, even for two couples who may be disconnected, or, or two people, a couple who could be disconnected, this could be a very uh, awkward scenario because like how come, but you can look deep into the other person's soul and create such intimacy that you will feel as though you know that person on a deeper level and want to connect with that person if you could just literally stare into their eyes for four minutes. So if there's a lack of intimacy connection in your relationship, and your partner and you are willing to do this exercise, uh, it may serve you well. I don't know Jack about parenting, but I know that I don't know everything about parenting. I know I don't know everything about relationships. So when I hear advice that sounds sound, they say it's scientifically proven. If I wanna better myself and better my relationship, I must act on those things, not just store them for like, oh, that sounds good, one day I'll implement them. Must in implement them uh, virtually immediately. So um, we'll see you in the next episode of I Don't Know Jack About Parenting. Do you want to be the dad you wish you had? If so, go get my free book, Be the Dad You Wish You Had at 
BeTheDadYouWishYouHad.com. Inside, you'll find my most effective 40 tips to quickly and easily transform yourself into the ideal dad. Go to BeTheDadYouWishYouHad.com now and get it while it's free.